Oh boy, here we go. I mean, and we've now started episode five. Hajime motherfucker. <laughs> yep, no, that, that, <laughs> that, that, there, there it is. Hajime mashte konichiwa, you mother flubbers. I'm, I'm not even going to start trying to dignify that opening, but welcome back. Episode five of Bound by the Scene. Yeah. The a bdsm podcast discussed well guess what kink and Mm -hmm. lifestyle and all that and for people who don't know about that stuff yeah for people who don't know the difference between a dom and a sub Mm. actually no i think everybody kind of like knows that already but anywho uh so how's isolation been treating you uh relatively well i would say um i've had a couple of friends that have seen me uh, intermittently between all of this, like bringing me food and groceries and stuff. And, um, a couple of them have said that like, um, at the times that I'm not reporting people talking to me all the time, that I seem to be healthier and happier. Um, I also just finished exams. So that was crazy. That, Hey, that's great. You got no more exams, people checking in on you, making sure you're okay. And you're bettering your mental health that's fantastic i like yeah it seems um like making people leave me alone is the healthier choice yeah i can i can kind of like co-sign on that one um isolation in me has been fun um i personally enjoy it been getting a lot of things done i've learned that i am far better at cooking than i give myself credit for Mm -hmm. um also i've decided to try my hand at fermentation making nice mead Mm-hmm. Which is still alive and frothing, right? Right. Now. Yeah. So it's been good. It's been great. But I guess today's topic, which would probably kind of tie into today's current, and I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, how to be kinky with isolation? Uh huh. How to keep yourself mentally healthy in lights of you maybe not seeing a partner, maybe not being able to go to social events, maybe not being able to just do the kinky things that you would like to do, or maybe you have a lot more time to do them. So, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh I have done the opposite of what I think is a good idea, which I have completely fallen by the wayside. If I'm lucky, I may have somebody to tie on tomorrow, but other than like um uh entertaining myself with just tying things up i haven't really gotten a lot of practice in oh that's okay i mean i've maintained some level of practicing as far as like my roommates like to they want to know a little bit more about rope they're trying to like delve further into it and see exactly how they how they take the uh, the under the undertaking of actually learning more rope in a little bit more of a fashion i mean they're kinky. They have a dynamic, and they've been attempting to have some normalcy in their relationship. Uh-huh. But being poly and having multiple partners in multiple places, it you can kind of see it's waxing and waning on them. Yeah, yeah. So it it's just it's been interesting to see how many people have like flocked to just going to the recesses of the internet. Like new programs are being created. Applica- uh, applications like Zoom is one of them, where. Mm-hmm. People have been hosting online classes and online munches, kind of just trying to keep this social distancing thing. And it's led to a lot of interesting conversations as far as, you know, on FetLife. Um, there's um, some research, there's, there's some people that are like, great, this is fantastic. 
that people are learning online and trying to stay healthy. And there are people like, well, now we're going to have a whole bunch of people that think they know everything because uh-huh. they've watched a couple of videos on YouTube or watched a couple of Zoom classes. And yeah, that's not new, though. It, it's not. But it's, I think there's going to be a little bit more of a resurgence on that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we're going to get further into that. But let's let's see what we can do as far as like assisting people with ways to just kind of maintain that level of practice because well you may not have and you may have someone to come in tomorrow it's just it's one of those things to kind of keep you keep you keep those creative juices flowing yeah i i think it comes down a lot to your um whatever kind of kink dynamic that you have because like um you know we primarily do rope and uh like top play and in some cases like um, the harder edge play stuff, I think, is what we have in common, like blood and stuff. Yes. Um, some of those you can practice on yourself, um, but all of those are skill-based things. They're not necessarily relationship-based things. So I can see somebody that has um, like a master-slave relationship or um, like a pet play relationship struggling a lot right now because... Um, they don't get to see their people in person. Yeah, and I think uh, unless uh, unless you've decided to quarantine yourself with your yeah. partner, there are some other people that have dynamics that they're not the primary person. They're maybe the secondary or the tertiary, mm-hmm. or maybe they're just not. They're just only play partners. So the idea of quarantining with somebody for long right, time right. is is not a, a viable option. And I do know one couple who. Um, their thing is that they like to tease each other all day, every day, forever. You can just always expect them to be on their phone. And they're doing surprisingly well, even though they're in different cities right now. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, one of them lives in, uh, well, I'm not going to give out the city names. But uh, the cities are about 400 miles apart from each other. Um, because they went to go live with their families because the university sent everybody home, you know? Yeah. Um, but because they already talk constantly, like they're not pleased, but compared to some of the other, um, uh, couples that exist like that, um, they're doing relatively well. So I, I think an interesting thing we're seeing is a lot of foundations that were built, um, uh, pre lockdown are getting really, um, they're being tossed into the cauldron, so to speak. Yeah, I I can see that I can see those those waters being tested to see exactly how long, if at all, they either crumble or they meld into something a lot more structured and a lot more uh, a lot more healthy. Uh, I know as far as myself is concerned, like I've been able to keep the individuals that I'm interested in. Like I've been able to contact them, I've been able to talk with them, and just kind of schedule and plan things and make sure like. Okay, is this person's house safe? Is are are they are they, yeah yeah have they come into contact with me? Have I have I been able to keep myself safe? And thankfully, thankfully, that's all been good. And I think the one thing that I've learned for myself is I still will innately practice on myself. I don't know why mm-hmm. for some for some reason I, I get like one or two hours a day and just sitting down while I'm watching a YouTube video, just I start tying myself for some fuck off reason mm-hmm. it makes no sense to me i just i just do it just to keep my hands nice and uh calloused still mm-hmm. because rope burn is a wonderful thing it's really interesting 
to see how my roommates are taking it because again they are like i said they are poly and they one does travel in between households because he has to do two separate households right and they're surprisingly maintaining well um as as somebody that they have they have, they have a really interesting poly structure mm-hmm. and some of the other part some of the other partners were not that were not immediate um obviously were regaled back to texting only mm-hmm. and all that whereas the two main uh individuals they they their schedules have been like altered to where it's half the week at this house the other half at this house and then just back and forth back and forth uh-huh. and i think that that's worked for them mm-hmm. i would like to uh, i would like to see what's been going on with some other people so i've been going into some other groups and checking to see how other people are doing kind right. of like because there's a there's a group that's pretty prominent that they have like a a, a meeting a, not a meeting they have a party like every quarter or so mm-hmm. and it's a pretty hedonistic esque type thing you can kind of do whatever the hell you want like um, a bacchanalia kind of thing kind of yeah almost and they've been uh, uh, some of these people have been like not doing so hot which is mm-hmm. which is weird it's interesting to see how how this dichotomy has been working on with people yeah um what would you suggest is a a very good thing for someone that is an extreme and extrovert that is having a very difficult time um i think paying attention to how your extroversion gets charged can be kind of an important thing like um i'm I'd say I'm a, I'm a more extroverted by nature, but um, I can any social contact is good for me. Um, okay. Whereas if I need space, any social contact is bad for me, and I'll you know just go do not disturb for a while. So for me, I've been able to just like talk with. I've got a group on Discord that is there's usually always somebody in the voice chat. And there's, like, uh, a whole bunch of people that will answer me within an hour if I message them at any point. So, for contact with people in, like, a, a virtual sense, I have that. Um, but some people actually need the voice. So, finding people they can call and talk to regularly, like they're, you know, 16-year-olds in high school every night. That's something that they can do. Yeah. Um, and something I recommend. But if you actually need to, like, physically see people... Um, I think the closest you could probably do is like video calls and stuff like that. That's a good thing with technology too. It's like it's given us the ability to kind of still be able to talk to people and interact with people. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's easier with people that are inherently kinky though, because we most of our pleasures derive from other people. Yeah, That's quite literally, the one of the basis is for mm. being kinky is that you like either to be an exhibitionist, you like to be a voyeur, you like to do all these things and watch all these people. So um, a couple of a, a couple of people that I've had to like sit down and talk, not sit down obviously, but like talk to over the yeah, course you, of... You stand up when you talk to them. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. No. <laughs> but um, I've... I've had to see... I've had to sit down and like kind of break it down to people where it's like, look, it's, it's better to feel that this was all for nothing mm-hmm. than to have it affect you personally mm-hmm. and finding the most minute things like even crafting like 
I don't have a craftsman bone in my body. Like mm-hmm. I, but I can sit down and go into the garage and make a makeshift paddle. Like I can sit down and carve. Like, right. That'll that'll pass the time. Considering that some of us don't have jobs anymore, some of us um, are working from home and maybe not have a lot of the a lot of the time to do all of the things. But I've broken down these people's schedules to where it's like okay this is what you would probably like to do first like get all the menial shit out of the way right Right. get all the stuff that's bothering you so you're you're giving these people a structure yes okay and it's not for some reason it works i I don't get anything from this but Mm -hmm. it's like for but for some reason like this has been giving people some assistance like okay well what days do i go to the grocery store go to the grocery store all right well maybe go go on a monday most people are going to be at work yeah you don't want to do the weekends if you're that if you break that down to a daily level, that's a common um, uh, therapeutic treatment for anxiety. Not anxiety. Um, insomnia. They go together. I mean, yeah. Um, is that you give yourself a schedule and um, like you make a place um, be a certain way. Like, There's a reason that none of my work stuff is in my bedroom. It's because the bedroom is for sleeping. Um, I should probably change that in my room too. Yeah. Considering I have a fucking computer in there, and I, all I will do is sit at the computer and then start editing things mm-hmm. or playing around with things. Yeah, if you can't get to the computer from where your bed is, then your computer is too close to your bed. I'm gonna probably need to, like go home and make some quick adjustments. Uh huh. Uh-huh, yeah. Then I'll, we'll be right back. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, actually, that's a good. That's actually a good thing. I can probably learn a thing or two about that because. Uh, Boy, insomnia has been getting to me. Yeah, like um, I've I've got a structural problem where it doesn't necessarily matter when, um, like what the actual time is when I do something, but there's a sequence that I have to do things in. So if I don't get up and like start reading something or get to work on something immediately, um, I will be useless for the rest of the day. Okay. And I I will have no drive. I I think that just comes from oversleeping as a kid and having to get straight up and dressed in ten minutes and onto the bus and into school. Um, but like, you can start to understand what structures work for you and which ones don't. Like, uh, I am extremely bad at self regulation, and I am too confrontational to have someone else regulate for me. That's fair. So that that's a bad combination. I can't be like, I'm gonna have this cake when I finish this task, and I'm like, you know what? Nothing's stopping me from getting that cake. <laughs> I I kind of want that cake right now mm-hmm. while I'm doing the stuff. Right. Now somebody's like, you can't have that cake. I'm like, oh yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me get this cake. And now you've eaten the cake. Mm-hmm. But now you don't have any more cake. Right. I can see that. I mean. I've I've had to I've had to check myself a couple of times because I know like I don't know how am I gonna pronounce it. Well, me being lethargic tends to tends to happen occasionally. Uh-huh. I just if I if I'm not out of my bed, if I don't pass out on the couch mm-hmm. and I'm in my bed, if I don't get out of the bed by at least ten o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. I will stay in the bed until right. like five in the afternoon, which is not good. It's just no, it's not a not a healthy thing for tentacle mm-hmm. at all tentacle needs to stretch needs that's to right some sunlight needs to wrap around some anime girl and Need, just needs to get oiled needs to get o- highly oiled <laughs> highly lubricated just to make sure that um i'm functional so the water doesn't stick to you Egg, yeah we don't need the water <laughs> to kind of stick we don't need to be gross about this 
and I think even for myself, I've had to re, I've had to like mentally construct a schedule. Like every, every four days I will actually go and start and just shave my head. Uh -huh. Cause that, that if I don't do that, I'll let it get unruly. And that's the, and that's the biggest thing I've been trying to cope with is managing my own personal hygiene mm -hmm. when I don't do a fucking thing. Yeah. Other than like maybe some, it, it's hard for me to do anything past basic hygiene stuff unless I know somebody's coming by. Even I, I've noticed that like think I think one time I let myself get to the point where I could like I worked outside for like two to three days. Gazuntai, <coughs> salut. So uh, so you were a spicy boy. I was a spicy boy, and mm. I should not have let myself get that spicy. Yeah, and we won't we won't make the obvious joke to my um, ethnicity at that one. We can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> That that was for you. Like hey, I wasn't hey, gonna go there. Hey, I mean, I'm allowed to go there. Yeah, for myself anyway. Self deprecation. <coughs> Salut. Ooh, I'm allergic to bad jokes. Ah, uh, well, fuck you. <laughs> I I don't know. Like it, it's been it's been rather weird because there's, I guess we can we can talk directly more on, the shift, a little bit as far as like some of the online classes because originally i only saw online classes for rope uh-huh like um studio kokoro which is the um it's a uh, it's a studio that's out in england right and it's done by wicked dave and clover oh i like them they're fantastic people and they've been doing a lot of rope centric stuff but then like the other week they had a consent or non-consent class mm. And I was a bit surprised. I was like, oh, how would you teach that online? And I, I wish I could have gone. Tickets were sold the fuck out within like a day. That sounds like something that you would see at like a um, like a bondage convention or something like that. It's got a very uh, panel feeling to it. I can see that. Uh, the only thing is that whenever I taught like CNC classes here, uh -huh. um, it was it was in a more like, okay, well we're going over the laws, we're going over regulations, we're going over... It's like, also like in a dojo setting, right? Not like a um, uh, what, like a public event that you buy into? Um, the, I don't know what the terminology is. No, no, it would, it would have been like, it would have been like a, more of a panel style because you can't right. really teach the physicalities of it. You can just go based on like ideas because what most people, right. have, most people break CNC down into like a few different things. Mm -hmm. One of them, obviously, uh, sorry for using this. I'll give you the, the TW right now. Mm -hmm. Um, five, four, three, two, one, uh, rate play. Uh -huh. a, a lot of it is. And then there's the other one where is you're playing without a safe word. Right. So you remove the bottom's autonomy to even call the scene. Right. So the top will call the scene and all that, uh, torture, um, uh, kidnapping and abduction play mm -hmm. um and i think even some play uh, even some cnc scenes have been like like ddlg-esque but in that really weird sense that yeah, I, yeah. That, that we won't go too far into but just the groundwork for all of these classes have that, that i've seen have always been panels right it's where you discuss logistics you discuss your current like if you're in, I, I wouldn't know what England's laws about anything like that is. I know you can't carry knives, a certain, like knives, uh -huh. in in England at the moment. But I know in Texas you can 
do just about anything. Right. Um, same thing with Florida. There, there's the laws are lax in certain in different areas, and I was trying to figure out how exactly one would go about teaching that mm-hmm. when there's a lot of people that are probably new mm-hmm. that don't even don't even have the the vocabulary to even look into any right. of these things. They don't even know what to search. Exactly, and I just find it fascinating how a lot of things like that that you would go to say a big convention for to go see this panel Mm -hmm. is now being relegated to online and it's interesting because then there was a class about three weeks ago online that was about blood play Uh uh-huh which that i can see that one i can see is like okay well here's how well considering the current circumstances a bit hard to get medical supplies right um Gloves are a bitch and they have to find. Yeah, you'd think they'd make them easier to get, considering the circumstances. You would think. Like, we need more of those. Can you manufacture more of them? But at the same time, it's like, uh, you need people to manufacture them. Uh-huh. You need a whole bunch of things, and it gets complicated. But I know there's like a four-day waiting list for... Pardon me. There's like a four-day waiting list for one of the medical supply companies that I buy some of my stuff at. Uh-huh. Like, you have to call them four days in advance place your order and then in four days they'll call it call you be like okay it's ready to come pick up okay um like that that that's a bit easier because you can also do your bloodborne pathogen classes online if you Mm -hmm. want to and it's like 20 dollars to do all of like your basic basic stuff to kind of get you prepared for even learning about it right but things like CNC things like torch uh, uh, takedown things like body uh, body manipulation like a lot, a lot of these things you would think you would need like that hands-on approach or at least the mm-hmm. people to kind of like talk to you and hand out pamphlets and whatnot but they make it work it's interesting yeah I think to move past um, being a novice you need like the physical interaction but I think everything up to that point um you can you can learn um in in just about any setting um because I, I don't think you can push past uh like the initiatory level without without experience yeah that and gaining any type of vernacular would be important like mm-hmm. knowing exactly what it means to do a kidnapping scene like yeah you don't want to do a kidnapping scene in the middle of broad daylight. No. Or, or in, like, a crowded area. Public place. Yeah. No. That's the easiest way to get a cop called on you. Um, no, I'm just... Yeah, those, those things have never interested me for precisely that reason. I was like, I, I, don't, I don't want to talk to cops. <laughs> no, that, that's not the most fun thing in the world. I can tell you that now. Yeah. <sighs> Learn, learn exactly what you're going to be wanting to do before you even do it. Like, even if you like have, I don't know, play it in the bedroom first. See how that works. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't bring that into public fight mm-hmm. unless you know how to do it safely. Like, unless you have like a very specific area that you've. We won't. We, I'm not even going to teach this. Uh, that that that's that's, that's not what this podcast is about right now. Right now, but soon, maybe, we'll see. Anywho, I'm just, I find it, I've been, I don't know, like, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted, like, not in a bad way, just how things have shifted 
in such a small amount of time mm-hmm. as far as like you used to have a munch every other weekend mm-hmm. and now if you look on the uh, like an event page on FetLife right now it's almost barren and right. if it's not barren it's all online it's all it's 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 just people trying to connect again and mm-hmm. trying to have some sense of normalcy which is not a bad thing it it's just fascinating and I want people to be able to do that. So I guess the best way to kind of like go off on a little bit more of a tangent is like if you are finding that you're not getting some of your kink, like per se, like you're not, you're not getting what you need. You're, mm-hmm. not, you're not able to. Just... Are you unsatisfied in your quarantine kink life? Buy new. um <laughs> When did this turn into an infomercial? Spanx. Uh, <laughs> I, I've been playing a lot of uh, snake oil with some friends of mine, which is a uh, um, a card game where you've got like a set of cards and somebody is a customer and you have to pick two of your cards at random to make a product. So you're basically playing a snake oil self. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is... And the person with the best product for the customer, uh, the customer is like the judge. That's kind of fucking cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. Is it online? Uh, yeah, you can. Uh, there's a you, there's a physical game, and you can play it in tabletop simulator. Nice. I'll just check that out. Um, I th- I think like finding like even because now you can talk to just about anybody on the around the world with with these online events. It's kind of awesome. Uh huh. Um, I've noticed there are they're popping up a lot more on Instagram, which is mm-hmm. weird. Like I've seen more of these events. I've Pop. seen a lot of uh, kink people on TikTok recently. I've noticed that too. Mm-hmm. Like, as a matter of fact, somebody I know from New York is, actually has a TikTok now, and they've garnered a big following mm-hmm. in a short amount of time. As far as like kink is concerned, it's really interesting to see how that evolved so quickly. I I want to see the analytics for that. I mm-hmm. don't know why. I just do. I I wonder if there's a way for me to do that. Like, I, I, there I, probably is. Yeah, search like keywords that have been looked up on TikTok mm-hmm. in like the past. How long have we been in quarantine? Um, three months. Yeah, I guess uh, time is fake. Um, time is a is a fucking construct. But uh, people point. people don't normally find the stuff through keywords. They'll um, they'll like they'll find um a specific person and they'll watch a lot of their videos and all of the the key tags from those will get kind of get like a trial period on your front page. And then the more of those that you watch all the way through or watch multiple times, it'll populate your page more, especially with things that you follow. That explains so much of my, what my TikTok looks like. And yes, I have a TikTok. Leave me alone, people. Quarantine's been tough. <laughs> Actually, no, I had that way before quarantine. We will just not go on that one. But no, that that kind of explains, like, I have yet to see anything kinky on mine, which is odd. Mm -hmm. I've been getting a lot of, like, self-deprecation weeby shit. Yeah. So that, like, it kind of explains exactly what I'm looking for. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I have yet to see anything, like, kink-related on mine, which is surprising. I think it's because there's a little bit of, like, if... If I go down that rabbit hole, I know I'm going to see something that I don't want to see. And then it's going to be like, well, I guess I just removed all the kink shit from my stuff. Right. Also, a lot of cooking stuff. Mm -hmm. I've noticed a lot of that, too. (sighs) Anywho. 
what other there's a movie that I watched actually. It's, it's in regarding this topic actually. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. It was um what the fuck was it called? It was the the dude that made Wonder Woman. Madagascar three. No, it's not <laughs> Madagascar three. It's is that is that even a real movie? Yes. Thank God, I don't know what that is. But it was it was a movie about the creator of Wonder Woman and how he uh, was one of the few the first people to actually be in a polyamorous relationship and also be kinky, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was a very interesting fucking movie. Yeah, we uh we covered that dude in my um my intro to superheroes anthropology class. Really? Mm-hmm. How'd that one go? Um, pretty interesting. The dude was a psychologist too. Yeah, I think him and him and his wife uh, helped get the uh, polygraph test off. Yeah. And he was like, this isn't a lie detector. And they're like, guess what? It's, it's a, a lie, lie detector. detector. <laughs> it's like, mm. Well, mm. shit. We don't like y'all doing that. No. No. But no, it was it was a weird interest. It was, I think it was a little bit more. They they toned it up a little bit more from what it was like random. This random like French dude selling uh, selling bondage gear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just funny how it. One of the one of the most iconic like superhero women was basically like this dude's like smut fantasy. I I wouldn't even say it's a fantasy. Like Wonder Woman's a combination of both of his um, partners, right? Both of his partners, yeah. So it was more of a um, uh, like a folk hero transformation than it was like um a creation of pure whimsy. I feel um. Which I find pretty interesting, because he he found he like a lot of people think that um, him making this comic was more about um, uh, him like living out a fantasy, but it was a very tactical decision of the kind of medium to interface with the most people because he saw how big comics were blowing up and he knew that like. Um, there's a certain amount of resistance in academia when it comes to these things. Yeah, no, that, that's actually probably a lot more astute than I could have put it. Other than, haha, Polly dude likes kinky rope stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot more astute than I could have put it. I don't know, it was just, it's fascinating how I've been doing, been looking into like old, older historical things with kink as far as like Western is concerned because it was, I don't, it wasn't popular until uh, it didn't become kink didn't really become popular until like i want to say maybe like the 80s like uh-huh. for like for straight people because mm. it was originally re- uh, relegated into like the gay leather scene yeah yeah the underground gay leather scene like that's how most of all of this shit started mm-hmm. and then it warped and turned and evolved and all that fun shit into what we have now mm-hmm. and right now none of us are doing anything well for the most part at least the ones that are behaving yeah because there's some that are not behaving and i've seen your photos <laughs> i've seen your photos people not social distancing <laughs> i probably shouldn't be talking either we're, we're social approaching <laughs> oh, oh you approach me <laughs> i can't cough on you or <laughs> you come any closer I shouldn't have made that joke. No, Look, I'm not here to judge. What do I pay you for then? You don't pay me. <laughs> uh, if you want me to judge something, you'll have to pay me. 
How much is the judging? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, I think this might be a little bit of a shorter episode. I don't, uh-huh. I'm not too sure because isolation kink is is a new thing that we're all experiencing at the same time and it's going to be different for everybody Mm -hmm. i i i think i've probably flourished a little bit more than i want i I anticipated but i've also seen some people take a really like deep dive into very unhealthy thought processes Uh uh-huh um so are these people that like primarily use kink as a way to like self-treat for stuff i believe so i think it's a it's a mixture of both it's a mixture of people People like hanging out with their friends. People right. like being in these social situations. Strange concept. Tell me more. I fuck, dude. I don't even know, man. <laughs> I I barely want to get out of bed in, in, at at any point in the day. Uh huh. Let alone hang out with people. It's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it could be used as a I think as a social crutch sometimes to be kinky and then be in the social situation because you get more you get more people around you you get more you get more intimate with people in such a faster amount of time right and now that's taken away from a lot of people mm-hmm. it, it's it's done its work on a lot of people some people have i don't think anybody's gotten to the extreme but i know people have just their mental health is sticking a severe nose to it uh-huh Whereas people like you, people like me, have just gotten a little bit healthier. Sometimes we're probably eating. I'm probably I'm eating a lot more than I thought I would. Uh huh. Um, I my hell even my drinking is kind of like taking a weird turn. I don't drink every day anymore, which is interesting. That's good. No, it is. It, it's it's an improvement. It is, and it's very surprising. And some people just I don't think are really prepared for the long haul in this Mm -hmm. and trying to trying to find out that way is probably one of the things that we're all still kind of doing right now yeah my biggest problem is losing track of time because like i i would usually mark like every two weeks or every month i would have some sort of event to go to um if not i would like plan something and make something happen and that's not happening um with uh, with the, the the problem, the the current issue mm-hmm. is looming over everybody at the moment. Let's call it the weather, inclement weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we'll call it the weather because I'm sure YouTube will probably end up like removing this if we ever if we actually mention anything of it. They'll they'll uh, they'll come monetization. I mean, we we're not we're nowhere close to monetization at the moment. Like we right. we got. To all seven people that are listening to this, thank you. We love you. <laughs> Keep watching. But yeah, I've been um, listening since I finished my exams. My days have mostly been like I read stuff, I listen to podcasts and uh, online courses, and I play either Warframe or Apex, and just keep my mind like focused on not that shit. Yeah, um, I can say the same thing as far as for me as, for, as far as me is concerned. Like, I will, I will either do very important things. Like, I learned how to ru- what's called rushing an antique fucking chair. Mm-hmm. I learned how to do it, and you know, did that. Watched YouTube, listen mm-hmm. to podcasts, play video games, learn how to cook. Like, I've, I've, I think I've kept myself mentally busy 
over this course of, of these three months and i think it is surprising how much you can do when you don't think about it uh-huh when you just don't think about anything when you have a very menial task that i wouldn't say menial when you have a very repetitive repetitive mm-hmm. thing and it's it's helped me honestly mm-hmm. and that, that's probably the biggest takeaway i can say i can say out of all this like it's helped me yeah i've got like um my family's got a history of like adhd and possibly autism um because you know people didn't get uh older generations didn't get confirmed for that kind of thing a lot yeah but um both me and my sister um have uh there's a minimum level of stimulation that we have to have to be able to do anything explain um so like i cannot just sit and watch a podcast i cannot just sit and listen to a podcast i have to be doing something else multitasking mm-hmm. okay no i I think that also is because if, or if I, like if i'm reading i have to have something on in the background like if there is not a minimum level of um of uh uh stimulus around then i lose the capacity to function and that's been um that has been a factor noted in uh the things that i mentioned a minute ago okay that's fair um i know i don't do i I don't know i don't i know personally i don't do things one at a time i have to i if i when i was when i was rushing this chair Mm -hmm. i had youtube playing and then like every now and again i'd look through my phone mm-hmm. as I'm letting everything sit and settle in so that way I can continue working on it. Um, I needed to do that because if I if I have one thing in front of me, I'll lose interest in it uh-huh. and then start bouncing around and right. starting multiple things and not finishing them, Yeah, which is a problem. I should probably rectify that. Uh-huh. But I think the biggest thing that I've had an issue with is my sleep. Uh-huh. Which, since I don't have a relative, like, time schedule or anything, it's, I don't, my body doesn't need it. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Which is fucking crazy. I I think over the course of, like, any given day, I can pass out at, like, 2 o'clock in the evening, I'll wake up at 5, I'll knock out again, then wake up at 9 in the morning, and then I'm like, what? Then I'm wide the fuck awake. Yeah. And then I won't sleep again for the next 24 hours and then be perfectly fine. It's, it's, mm-hmm. and it's, yeah, my biggest problem is I'm like, I, I can stay awake for a while because like, I don't tend to feel tired for a long time. And even when I do, it's more like, um, it'd be like if your car didn't run out of gas, but the windows started getting foggy instead. Okay, yeah. There's a bit of a haze. And, uh, and lately, since like, since the... Um, the lockdown started like my vision will start getting blurry after a while of just me staring at a screen for too many that'll do it i know i've gotten there i think what what happened the other day where i just all of a sudden my one (laughs) i was watching something and then one second i blink the next second i'm laying down and just not even coherent just like what in the hell happened Mm mm-hmm and I look, and it's like, it's only been 10 minutes. I'm like, what? Oh. I've become very weird. Yeah. I've had moments where I've, like, the dread gets a little bit too bad, and I've got to, like, start using some of my, like, therapy skills, my meditation skills, 
and I'll be like, I've calmed myself down. But those are also the same exercises for like energizing yourself, like just on a um, like on an autonomic level. So I'll be like, ah, I'm calm, and I feel like I just poured bang energy drink into my bloodstream. Fuck. <laughs> like, well, looks like I'm not sleeping. Well, it looks like I didn't need sleep like, today. Theoretically, there should be an opposite way to do this process, but it does not function for me, so that that sucks. <laughs> I don't know if I've I, if I've consistently had energy, or it's just that I have not worn myself out in any like meaningful way. Uh huh. Because like I can sit and do yard work, and that while it is labor intensive, it's not mentally draining because I'll have something that I'm listening to consistently, and it's like okay, that and that's keeping my attention as opposed to like pulling weeds or like digging a hole and, or chopping down a fucking tree. Uh-huh. It's just not mentally taxing. I can sit there and be like, okay, cool. I'm worn out physically, but mentally I'm just like jumping through hoops, like a cracked out space monkey. Right. <sighs> what we're trying to say is take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Do all the things that you would try to do on a day-to-day basis as far as like coping with the new norm, because this is how it's going to be for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're, I mean, yes, some some states are opening back up a little bit too quickly. That's true. A lot more states are doing that, which is it, it's uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Because even some of the countries that have opened up have gone back under quarantine, lockdown again, mm-hmm. and become a lot more strict. So hunker down with your loved ones. If you can, if you can't, get on that video chat call. Don't listen to Karens yeah. on Facebook. Share the memes, all of the memes, and stay kinky mm. as much as you possibly can. That's a good thought. And until next time, we'll speak to you again. Auf Wiedersehen. Au revoir. Jeanne. Catch you later. (laughs) (laughs) What was that?